All right, gentlemen, episode 16. 16? 16. Remember, we have to get to like 35 to see growth. Yep. Speaking of growth, we are currently at 68 subscribers. I was really hoping to come in tonight and be like, hey, guys, we got 69 subscribers. (laughs) Giggity. (laughs) But I got nothing. So uh, our second guest ever. That's true. First live. First live. Marcus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is our first live guest. Allie joined us. Oh, boy. That was Tiger King. Oh, and that was technically two guests, but our first in-house live sitting with us. He slid into our DMs. That's why he's That's here. That's right. Uh, I didn't get that DM. <laughs> feel like I should probably shower after that. Um, so, yeah. I want to First, I want to point this out before we get, like, in deep into everything. I made a... I made a point that. <laughs> I want to know. This this one's going off the rails, dude. It is. So, listen, I know today he was looking for paint for his cornhole board, so I'm just going to ask questions. Do you get a lot of paint chips today? (laughs) I I bought a quart, but I got just a little bit left. Yeah, I'm sure. You got a little little left on your lips, too. All right. Let's get some business done. So, Adam texted us today at uh, 4.52 p.m. Let's get it done. So, there's potential of him bringing $200 with him tonight. Uh, Do you want to explain why and what's going on here? Kyle said he had a putter for sale. It's still for sale. You're sweating, dude. (laughs) I'm I'm actually, like, crying here. So, so Kyle Kyle has a putter for sale, and everyone needs five putters. So, I mean, if you buy this one, I only have three. So, I need five putters. You got two bills for me? I need, well, I got six six bills, I guess. 105.20. Okay, thank you. You can take it when you leave. All right. right. You're welcome. Uh, $200 richer. We're done. If we need five putters, then I have about five for sale. <laughs> this is really true. Well. Well. <laughs> I'm way over that one. Holy shit. <laughs> so anyway, our, Jamie's our guest. Jamie, yes. welcome. Thanks. Episode 16. So before we get deep into this, we were talking about the Jordan documentary. Uh, obviously for the last few weeks, because that was the big thing. And ESPN, if you're listening to this, I called out Max Kellerman and said, Max Kellerman is so full of shit when he said that Jordan said he wouldn't play for the dream team if Isaiah played. Did you see what surfaced this week? That he clearly said that? He clearly said that on the phone and said, is Isaiah playing? Because if he's playing, I'm not. And basically the conversation back and forth was, well, Chuck doesn't want Isaiah, so he's not playing. Right. So Max Kellerman, in the words of Tom Brady, suck on some of that. (laughs) <laughs> throwing it out there i mean you, you can either you can have us on air talking about legitimate stuff or you can keep having a talking head like max kellerman who has no idea what he's talking about i mean we're talking about a guy who probably never got picked in a dodgeball game in gym class by the way i, I saw, digress i saw some what's this you time? paying me 200 dollars too <laughs> now he's going through my wallet <laughs> uh, I, I know how much is there. it was tempting man. yeah um, it's just a bunch of ones for uh the strip club <laughs> I saw a, I don't know, picture, whatever you want to call it. Sports Illustrated guys pick their top five all-time team if they had to draft a team right now. I mean, in, including old players. Draft their five guys plus a sixth man. And I believe it was Chris Mannix did not have Jordan on the team. Who? Chris Never Mann- heard of her. <laughs> so, <laughs> Never heard of her. But I'm, Hold I'm, on. He was the only one. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right. He, w- 
He's he's the only one that did not have Jordan on the team. And I don't know if he just did it because he wanted to yeah. get attention. Yeah. Oh, look oh, at this man. asshole. He didn't have Jordan on his list. And speaking of that, did you see Pippen today, yesterday? Said after watching games of Kobe, Kobe was better than Jordan. Well, Pippen's broke and he's probably smoking something <laughs> at this point. Well, and now we know why he's broke. <laughs> what do you think, Jamie? Do I th- No, Kobe's not even top five for me. Whoa. I don't know. He's not. Ooh. It's a bold statement, Cotton. You want to share why or who? Uh, Jordan, LeBron, oh. Magic, Kareem, and you could throw any like sort of that fifth. Bill like Russell. Bill Russell, Burr. Will. I mean, I would, I would, I'm not the biggest Kobe fan, but uh, I respect him. But like in the primes, I would take Shaq over Kobe. That's, can't, can't downgrade uh, a big guy. Yeah. I think it's in his prime, I think in his prime, Shaq was the most physically dominant athlete oh, ever. That, yes. Not just basketball. No, player. agreed. We're right. being invaded by dogs at the moment. <laughs> I was wondering what that was. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. That's not my fault. Adam. It's That's Adam's the fault. Last one down here. <laughs> I shut so, the door. So, uh, <laughs> shut the door. Jamie's I'm, number two was I'm, LeBron. I'm all yeah. over the place here. Ooh, do, yeah, do, you, yeah, do you want to touch on that? Mm-hmm. I think I made my hatred very clear for LeBron you last did. episode. I, I think your hatred is not him as a player. That's true. I LeBron is an amazing athlete, mm-hmm. an amazing basketball player. He's just a whiny little bitch. <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't name me a player that plays today that isn't. He's, he's, he's technically a whiny big bitch. But that's, well, that's how they've played the game since yeah. for the last well, 15 For Russ, years. it's Russ. It's like LeBron, whiny bitch, Harden, whiny bitch. And then the list just continues. I mean, everybody's that way nowadays. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. true. If we because had to rank them, though. <laughs> but my, <laughs> current players. <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Harden's up there, too. Um, I mean, if they played, if LeBron played in the 90s, growing up that way, he, he probably won't bitch as much because, but they just expect those calls. That's why they bitch. Yeah, they do. They think I'm the superstar, I get this call. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how today's played. I don't disagree with that. There's probably one guy in every team at least that plays that way. Any any superstar. Right. Any superstar is going to, I mean, some bitch more than others, but any superstar is going to complain that they don't right. get the call every night. I agree with that. Doesn't matter who yeah. they are. Watching one on TV right now. Which one? Curry. Well, two of them, I guess. Oh, yeah. Curry and Draymond. <laughs> oh. All right, let's jump into it. The match. I know you watched it. I know you watched it. Did you get a chance to watch it? I watched it on and off, and then I rewatched the entire thing. Okay, Sunday thank night. God. I was hoping he wasn't going to text us and be like, oh, I didn't get a chance to watch that because he's going to be disinvited to tonight because that's the main topic. <laughs> so what did you guys think of it? Star of the show, Justin Thomas. I thought Thomas did great. He took advantage of that, uh, which, by the way, is in debate now because Thomas said he had a degree from Alabama in communications. He was going to put it to the test. And then Jordan made a comment to Manny at some point during Tiger. the match, or Tiger, yeah. and he said, said he, he never graduated. <laughs> yeah. So we need to figure this out at some point. Yeah, that's true. I need to I need to picture that diploma. And I, uh, maybe not the line of the night, but one of the top ones was Justin Thomas to Charles saying, Barkley. saying he'd like to see Charles' fat ass dunk the ball right now. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. That was the line of the night. That was. So basically, if you didn't see it, the context was, I believe Phil had a chip shot. Justin said, you have no idea how good that is. It was a great shot. And Charles made a reference to, that's like me being impressed with somebody dunking a basketball. There was a small moment of silence, and then I hear, 
I'd love to see your fat ass dunk a basketball <laughs> now, Chuck. <laughs> and I don't know if he thought he was off the air, I, I, but yeah, Russ I and I looked at each other. We're like, did, yeah. did you just yeah. say that? <laughs> and I think whenever basketball gets going again and Barkley's in a TNT studio, he's oh, he's yeah. going to try to prove that he can still dunk a basketball. You're probably right. I, I, didn't I can't think wait. About that. I can't wait to see that. <laughs> at some point, he will try to prove that. Yeah, there's. I don't see any way possible he can. I don't know. He's still like what six eight. Still like on a six, six, he's six yeah. eight, but he's but, also six eight plus two hundred pounds than what he was. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we're talking ten feet basket. Yeah, he's, right? he's one freshman bigger than he was when he retired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're right, though. I think he'll. Try he's going to try to prove a point. Yeah. I was more impressed that Charles didn't have the hitch when they re-aired his Bogey or Better uh, yeah. challenge. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think he's been working hard on that. I think. Yeah, I mean, they did make a TV show about it. Right. Yeah. So. It took some guts to go on that show. With Hank Haney. Seriously. It really did. As bad as he was at golf. If I sucked that bad and they were like, okay, we want to film this, I'd be like, Pfft. nah. Yeah. No. Right. It'd probably be like this kid going out there trying to hit draws. It'd be embarrassing. <laughs> oh. Maybe we can get a hold of Hank and see if I can. I think he might. Yeah. Hank Haney wants to come, come chat with us. Yeah. Hank, I need a draw. Oh, you'll have you getting snap hooks. <laughs> Pull draws. I hit a couple of those already. <laughs> Just not on purpose. I thought it was good. It was way better than the Skins match a couple weeks ago with Fowler and all those guys. And nothing against those guys. Right. Absolutely not. I mean, they, what they were doing and what they were, yeah. you know, that was awesome. I mean, I get it. But I think like we talked last week, the the prior Skins match felt just very forced. They put these guys out there that yeah maybe aren't really friends, and they tried to force them into the situation. And this mm-hmm. one, Tiger and Phil have been competitors for decades now. Yeah. This is obviously not the first match they've had. Uh, just a lot more chemistry between the two of them. And then throwing in the quarterbacks, non-PGA golfers, I think, helped relax the situation, yep. let everybody have fun. I think all four of them – I didn't realize what kind of stories or anything Manning had, but all four of those guys have one-liners that can come back yeah. at you quick. Oh, yeah. I I think that – well, Manning told a story. First of all, you could have just mic'd up just Manning, <laughs> and I would have been yeah. entertained. Yeah. 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 Okay. He told the story about him playing what a match with Tiger. I don't know if you were here yet when he told Probably the story. Not yet. They're like they're they're playing in the background. He they got the camera just this tractor beam. Let's hear it. Yeah. Zoomed in on Manning. And oh, Manning tells a story. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Manning tells a story about how he's out playing with Tiger. Bay Hill, I think it was. Yeah, but Stevie was still his caddy. He tells a story that uh, you know, all day Stevie's reading his pots like oh, this one goes a little left, this goes a little right. He's like, we got on like number 13. Hey, Stevie, let's go left. He's like, just nothing. Let's go right. Go straight. He's like, nothing. Stevie looks at him and says, Tiger said you guys have a bet. No more help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like at the end of it. And then he, goes, then he goes, and I paid him 50 bucks. Yeah, I paid, yeah. And I paid him 50 bucks at the end, yeah. So I, I thought this it was great, just the commentary. Um, the other Charles moment that I absolutely loved was Brady couldn't hit he couldn't hit a softball straight at that point. And Charles comes on the air and says, I got something to say to Tom. Put me through to Tom. So they put him through he's like, Hey Tom, I'll give you twenty five thousand if you can hit the green. And then Brady's like, Oh man, that's really generous. That's really great. You know what? Fifty thousand if you can hit the green. And Brady gets up and hits it Nowhere close to the green. <laughs> and then there's a, a small silence, and you hear Chuck. Damn, Tom, 
I should have said 50,000 to land it on this planet. <laughs> Dude, he was going hard at him, and it was great. It was Dude, fantastic. But I, I felt good about my game watching his shot tracer. He's awful. Place. <laughs> I mean, he, 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 he turned it around, I'll give him that. Uh, when he jarred that wedge shot after he hit it right, hit it right, <laughs> hit it right, and then he jarred it and he told Brady to take a take a suck of that chuck <laughs> <laughs> on camera, and he split his pants picking it out of the he hole. Did. No, he, he did, actually yeah. split it before because that's why everybody said it was split when he did it. But if you look at him watch, walking up to the hole, you can see his pants are already split at that well, point. Oh, so. out. Yeah, it wasn't staring at his yeah. ass. Checking out Brady's yeah. ass over here, Bills okay. fan. It's all right. Decent looking guy. Insert Brady pitcher split pants <laughs> right here. <laughs> they said on the uh, pregame when they were on the range, pre-match, whatever you want to call it, they said Tom Brady played 36 holes that morning and then yeah. spent a couple hours at the range prior to this match. 36. Eight, or excuse 30, me, 18. 18. Yeah. So, oh, so oh. 36 18. holes total. Yeah. He played 36 total. Yeah, yeah, he did. So he yeah. played 36 total on the day. 18 prior. By then spent like a while on the range and then went into this match. I, I assume oh, I, I assume they're like any of I'm sure sure they were nervous, him and Manning were. Oh yeah, I would think know. so, yeah. Manning yeah. Manning's a good player though. We we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, I heard Manning at one time was scratch. Yeah. So I wasn't real shocked that Manning was just piping it. You and I thought it was over. Yeah. yeah. Like they got three up and I'm like, if the they go to alternate shot with Brady hitting it like this, yeah. Sign the card on thirteen. Yeah, the way Brady yeah. hit the ball in the front nine. If he had done that on the back nine, it would not have been anywhere near close. Listen, when Chuck criticizes your game, it's bad. So that's <laughs> yes. how bad he was on the front nine. Point. If Chuck wants a piece of you, it's not good. Yeah, that back oh, nine though, completely different. Yeah, it was inter- yeah. it was extremely entertaining. I loved the uh, Phil. I don't know how it was fourteen. Where that drivable par four. And he hit that one over the trees. And I'm like, that looks good. He goes, eh, touch long. Touch long. <laughs> it might have spun a little. <laughs> yeah. He lands three feet from the cup, and he's got a, Brady's got a 15-foot eagle putt. Extremely entertaining. It was way better than the other skins match. I think even if we don't watch the other skins match, it was extremely, it was entertaining. It was totally worth the watch. It was worth putting together. And I read today that Phil wants to make this an annual thing. Yeah, yeah. I heard he's Get got different people he's, involved. Yes. Yeah. He's gotten a lot of calls about it. What I don't know is, is it Phil saying, hey, I want Tiger and I to do it with two different people every year, or is that what he's asking? That's what I heard. I heard it would be Phil and Tiger would be the constants, and then they will try to plan it to do after Thanksgiving. He made like it sound like that one. just because he brought up different ideas like about like him and Tiger playing as a team or yeah. going against two younger guys. Like a, mm. That would love like, to see. You know? and he brought up, yeah. I know he brought up Curry's name. And Jordan. Romo's. And, yeah, Jordan, Romo. So. Yeah. so Romo was one that we thought – should have been in replace of Brady. Yeah. After the watching the first seven holes, I'm like, man, they should have picked up I Romo for this. Yeah, if Romo was there, though, I mean, that might not have been close. Oh, here comes the Cowboys fan, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, for them to only win one up with. But what would have happened in the fourth quarter with four holes left to play? Would you have been able to close? Yeah. <laughs> well, neither him or Phil could do that. He's got nothing. So. <laughs> Hey, he, you know, at one point, he had the most fourth-quarter comebacks ever. We'll get to the history. Cowboys. Yeah. And okay. also, I love the Tigers. <laughs> when Phil told Tiger to mark his ball up on the green, when Phil was, what, 140 yeah. yards back? They had a punch yeah. shot off the – And it almost hit his ball. Yeah. But it, my favorite, he's like, can you mark that? He's like, what's U.S. Open? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. 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 you got any gold ones? You got any gold you got ones? Any I, got gold gold I got some silvers. I got some silvers. No, that was, that was extremely entertaining. I, I hope they do make an annual. Mm-hmm. If they mix it up a little bit and – I like the Tiger Phil together. Yeah, okay. I think that'd be neat. And the reason I like it 
um, is because for years people thought they hated each other. There was never really any animosity there. Yeah, they were kind of like same era, you know, back and forth. But Phil said they're just two different people. But they got real close the year Tiger was assistant captain for, I believe, the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was hurt. And I think for Tiger, that was like a come to Jesus moment like yeah. I might never play golf again he, he really truly thought that I mean at one time like I came to a golf club I don't know if I ever play again and then him and Phil he said they talked on the phone every day yeah gearing up for the Ryder Cup so who if they, if they play two younger guys I would put Thomas in there Fowler yeah. I think, you think Tal- Fowler or Spieth I, I was gonna yeah. say Thomas would yep. definitely provide entertainment and my first thought was Spieth but yeah last on my list is Patrick Reed just <laughs> I know you were curious so <laughs> there it is yeah Somewhere in between, I'm fine with. I think it'd be neat just even even if they got even if they had, you know, three or four matches going on at a time, you know, with PGA Tour players, something yeah. like that. Just something obviously it's for charity, like just having fun. You got to have personalities if you're going to yeah. isolate the groups and mic them up. Yeah, yeah, yep. for sure. I mean, we saw what happens when you have guys that are just kind of like meh. Not that they're bad people, right? Dustin Johnson just doesn't yeah. have a lot to say. Justin Dom Justin Johnson wins the U.S. Open. They're like, "How'd you do today, Justin?" Uh, had pretty good. I'm just gonna, you know, made the putt on the last hole. I'm probably gonna make a few million dollars. I'm going to Paulina. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot to say. <laughs> so, I would take um, anybody with personality. That's you know, Rory, you could throw Rory in there. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. If Rory's around the right people, yeah, to yeah. kind of like get that back and forth going, mm-hmm. for sure. Watch videos with like when they're around with him and Tiger, Jason Day, those guys. The, the Taylor made commercial yeah. shoots, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean Dustin Johnson's in there, but he still doesn't. He doesn't say, say shit. Much in that, but the uh, other guys, they're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they get back and forth. Yeah, it's pretty you guys good. Have two wire in there. <laughs> oh, try to tell. Yeah, we can stay here. That's good. He just doesn't have a lot to say. <laughs> remember, remember when we went down to the U.S. Open at Oakmont? Yeah, and uh, T.J. was hitting balls yep. in the range. And I, I look back on that, and, like, we're watching TJ hit balls for, like, 45 minutes to an hour. And Ben was packing up TJ's bag and ready to leave. Yep. And Dustin Johnson, like, waddles over and just, like, stands there. doesn't say a word. He just stands there looking at TJ and Ben. And then they turn around, and he's like, hey, you guys done here? <laughs> they're like, yeah. <laughs> and then he just moped around the range for 10 minutes, and he hit, like, Snedeker's clubs and just kind of <laughs> just did whatever. And just not a bad guy, probably, but he's just kind of like, eh, yeah. I don't care. So, hey, Dustin, you just won $3 million. Oh, sweet. So, Paulina already spent it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nothing compared to my father-in-law's money, so. That's true. Which, by the way, if we're going to go down this rabbit hole, I want to point out the fact one time Gretzky supposedly told Dustin Johnson, if you're going to marry and date my daughter, you need to chill out on a party in. Um, do you follow your daughter on social media? <laughs> Yeah, random yeah, dudes and random bars taking body shots off her, and you're telling Dustin Johnson to we're chill out. We're deep down this hole. As far as I just hit a dead end, I don't want to go, <laughs> go down any further. I mean, I mean, there's that one time DeRitchie went to the President's Cup. Hey, Gary, how's it going? Picture of Paulina. And like yeah. an hour later, Gary, what's up, man? How's it going? Picture of Paulina. I just got pictures of, I didn't get one picture of a player for like a week. DeRitchie sent me pictures of Paulina Gretzky. So. All right, so we got our uh, resident cowboy expert in the house, uh, and we got to bring up the elephant in the room. He's been Jamie's been waiting for this. He has. Well, Russ called him out and said, "Well, if he <laughs> wanted to be here, he could defend himself." Yeah, here he is. True. 
I don't remember why I called him out, but I, I do remember either. calling him. <laughs> that was clearly before the uh, DAC. I think you guys were talking situation. about the schedules. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, well, this guy said the Eagles are going to win the division. Oh, yeah. I, this guy. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm still. I'm still behind it. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Dak. The rumor is especially with Dalton at QB. Ooh. So that's where we're going. We're talking about QBs here. Dalton can easily go nine and seven, and that will win a division. <laughs> that's really. I kind I mean, of agree with that. Am I? Yeah. He can easily go nine and seven. Chris Sims reported that Dak turned down a, a contract to make him the highest paid player, highest paid player, right? Yeah, he'd be player in NFL, yeah. quarterback in NFL, five years, one hundred seventy-five million dollars. He wanted forty-five million in his last year, the fifth year. And then there were some reports of that's not true, that never happened, those discussions didn't happen. I don't know who you'd believe at this point, but let's pretend contract was on the table. Mm-hmm. Whether it was five years, four years, Jamie's Dak an idiot for turning down this contract. I mean, yes, but I get what he's trying to do. So he wants a four-year contract. And the Cowboys want to give him a five-year five year contract. But he, the reason he wants to have $45 million that fifth year is because he believes the market's going to reset. And then that's what a quarterback is going to be in five years is $45 million. The thing is, is like, if that's the highest-paid quarterback, I mean, we're talking Mahomes, Russell Wilson. Is he at that level? Probably not. Is, nah. da- is Dak a quarterback? Yes. Okay. Listen. Dak's a quarterback. Listen. <laughs> Wait, I watched the episode before. If Dak was a free agent... The Bills would take a look. Everybody, there would be Everybody 22 take a teams look. that take a look. Everyone would look. Yeah, there would be 22 teams that take a look. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They'd be they'd be interested. I'm a proponent that Dak is not as bad as everyone claims he is. No, he's not. He's. I don't think he's worth $175 million. No, I mean, but, I mean, how many quarterbacks are? There's probably zero. Less, zero. Yeah. Zero. But, I mean, if you're going to pay that guy, I mean, like I just said, he's just trying to figure out how to reset that market. When the market resets that fifth year, but... The same aspect is he's saying, "Hey, I'm on the homes level." Like even as a Cowboys fan, I'll defend it. To, that's no. that's tough to say. Even Russell Wilson, right now, because Russell Wilson's the highest paid quarterback. It's he's just not. He can win you games. I mean, Dak's not going to win you games like Wilson or Mahomes will ever win you games like that. So. I'm I'm still a firm believer that Dak should sign the franchise tag. Take the thirty-three million dollars or whatever it is for the franchise. I think it's like thirty-three million. Mm-hmm. Go out and prove yourself, and now you hold all the cards. Uh, another question, just as a Cowboys fan, is is like even if he wants that fifth year, why are the Cowboys hesitant to just give him a four-year deal? What's right. wrong with a four-year deal at this point? If that's what he wants, yeah, I he mean, wants four years, thirty-five million. What, what is he? He's probably what twenty-six. I mean, he's played four years, so he's twenty-six, 26. twenty-seven. I mean, so put some 31. 31, 32, which is right. Which I is, mean, that's probably end of his career, uh, roughly. Probably that near right I would near say the end of his like middle of his career. I, I mean, would some say, of these quarterbacks now with the rules half complain to their forty to three quarters through his career. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Brady's still playing. And he's going on forty three. Yeah, these guys aren't taking the hits that they did yeah, ten years ago. That's the thing. Aaron Rodgers is thirty six. Is playing out. I was just gonna say Rodgers just got paid two he, years ago and he's thirty six now. And he yeah. says, "I want to play until I'm forty one, forty two. I mean, they're just not because guys like I look back in the nineties, like Aikman and those guys retired early. They took the they don't yeah, take those hits anymore. They don't take them. And Rodgers sat for, what, three years? Two years? Two, three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Behind Favre. So it's not like he took a lot of damage. I, I, I just, money-wise, Mahomes not going to get the money he deserves, in my opinion. Because with everything going on, if they cannot have fans in the stands, which two owners yeah. came out this week in the last couple of days and said, I'm extremely confident we're gonna not only going to have a season, 
we're going to have fans in the stands. Mm -hmm. And I think the big thing behind that is, in my personal opinion, if you're that worried about it, don't go to the football game. Right. If you're that worried about yeah. it and you're worried yeah, about getting I'm, sick, I'm sure stay home. They could find 20,000 other people to buy the ticket. Exactly. So. And if they don't do the gate sales that they want to do or can do, then the salary cap's going to drop. And therefore, guys like Mahomes, they're mm -hmm. not going to get the money they should get. See, the thing is, is like, I don't think the salary cap is going to drop much this year because of this. Just because no, of it's, the. it's the following year. Yeah. But just because of the deal. It's a signed deal. It's guaranteed money. I mean. Yeah. And it's still going to go up three years from now, four years from now. It's always going to go up. I mean, I don't think any of those quarterbacks are ever going to get the money that they all deserve. I mean, right? they're making billionaires more billions. I mean, they're and we're talking $45 million, But I just, like, as a quarterback standpoint, like, if I'm Dak, I, I mean, who am I? I mean, I'm not worth that much. I'm taking it. Let's do it. Right. Okay, because well, you could play on that franchise tag, blow out your knee, mm -hmm. and guess what? You're worth $33 million, and if you and can't live the rest of your life worth, on that. You're not worth right. nothing. Next yeah. year, you're getting Cam Newton can't get signed. Right. And he, I mean. Cam should be. He's got to find a home. I just don't. So. And what good does an extra $10 million five years from now do him? He wants. what? So franchise tag is 33, and he wants what? 35. So he would. Uh, my understanding is, is if it was a four-year deal, he'd sign it. Right. If it, they add the fifth year, which the Cowboys want the fifth year, he wants that fifth year to be $45 million because that's when they believe the market will reset for quarterbacks. I would take the franchise tag, and then you hold all the cards, sign a three-year deal, go from there. I mean, the, fran the thing is, the franchise tag, could, it could help him, could hurt him. Right. I mean, or he, get, he could go out and throw 20 picks, or 20 picks and Andy Dolan's also, he's, I mean, who's to stop from saying, hey, we're just going to go to Andy if he has a bad... But if you have the franchise tag, you're still getting $33 million. I mean, for that year, but then the next year, that doesn't help them. So, but like you said, back to your point, say Andy, say uh, Dak's a free agent. 20-some mm -hmm. teams are probably calling and knocking oh, on the Oh, this year, but go out one bad year and everybody, I mean, right. that's gone. No, I'm just true. saying, five years, $175 million, I it'd be signed for me already. Yeah. I don't need a franchise tag. I'll take the five years, 175 I mean, and they could probably, Cowboys could figure it out mm -hmm. to where that $45 million might not be guaranteed at the end of the contract. They could have a way out of that, that contract they want. The well, club like, option, yeah. yeah. I mean, and if you're going to, what, 35 a year prior and then hitting that 45, most quarterbacks with a year left try to restructure contract anyway. So mm -hmm. try to get that extra $10 million when you, when if the, you're playing well when enough, it resets. You, you will easily make that $10 million back in four Absolutely. Years. I mean, that's what I'd say. Hey, go win a Super Bowl too and then get that $45 million five years from now. But until... And if you play well enough, how much endorsement money are you getting? Too? I mean, so. he's getting in, in a in, big market. In football yeah. terms, he's I mean, he's probably getting a lot of endorsement deals just because he's the quarterback for the Dallas right. Cowboys. I yeah. mean, it's just always going to bring in money no matter what. So let me ask you as a biased Cowboys fan over there. Trying. Do you think Dak has a lot of leverage to negotiate a contract for going 8-8? Eight eight? Yes and no. I mean, they had the number one ranked offense in the league. Yeah, but I watched every game. You could have the number one ranked offense, but when you're down 35 to 10 and you've thrown up 330 yards in the last two quarters, when the game's already over, and they had a, they actually they did that. They had a Green top Bay 10 defense. 35. Green Bay was we were down 35 to zero, mm -hmm. I think, or something like that. And then we put up 400 yards in the second half. Right. I mean, we're already down 35. But yes, yeah, I yes and no. I mean, because you can't forget his first three years. I don't disagree. I mean, yeah. He's, I mean, I haven't looked at his statistics, but he's 
for wins as those first four years. He's got to be in the top five for how many wins he has as in his first four years as a quarterback. Right. He's I'm, on par with Brady. I'm going to jump back on uh, kicking Max Kellerman in the balls because <laughs> Asshat was on TV today like, we just should just get rid of special teams and do the special play for onside kicks and kickoffs. But the guy was on TV a few weeks ago talking about how uh, you know, the Cowboys were a better team than they actually showed because their special teams didn't win them games. Well, they had a number one ranked offense and a ninth ranked defense, and, you know, and a lot of experts, Mel Kuyper. I mean, they were know. the 32nd <laughs> special team in 32nd, but that's not why a lot of them are lost in games. Right. Some experts claim that cost them games. And then we got an expert, Max Kellerman, on TV, who claims to be an expert in every sport, even though he's dumber than a football bat, claiming that that's why we should, we should get rid of special teams. It's not needed in football. The thing is, is like, they, that just shows that they don't watch the games. I, I can go look yes. at the stats. Yes, let him know, Jamie. Hey, tell Max Kellerman how go, much of an idiot he is. Jeez. Like, Went for uh, Kyle to break out those Stephen A. What Smith happens, and, like with the Cowboys last year, is they might drive 80 <laughs> yards, drive ends. It's red zone. I would look more at red zone defense and red zone offense more than I would at total offense, total defense. Because right. if yeah. you're taking three, you're taking zero, and you're inside the red zone, I mean, that's worse. You can rack up all the yards you want. Yeah. So, so Dak's not worth the money right now, is what you're saying? I would be okay if he wanted the if he signed the five year 175. That I would be okay so you're with. saying he's dumb for not signing that? Yeah, I think it's just not. The I feel the same way. I, like I think he's. We can give him that because at 35 million, four years on the road, that you know that might be. But what? Yeah, 35. I mean, that's just what every quarterback's going to be. Any decent quarterback in the NFL, I would say the top 12 is going to make at least 31 million, anyways. Right. I mean, a lot of players have terrible. I mean, Carson Wentz just signed a contract last year for 31 million, 32 right. million. Jared Goff, 100 million. But I mean, it's thirty-one, thirty-two annually. I mean, yeah, all those guys. It's are three or hundred million. I mean, we got guys like Le'Veon Bell have a terrible track record of, I want guaranteed money, turn down the franchise tag, and then sign a contract with less guaranteed money than what if it just signed the franchise tag. Well, he held out and it bit him in the. It, yeah. It, it, sometimes it helps you, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Zeke, it helped him. He held out and he got his money. Le'Veon, he didn't. I think Zeke held out because he knew what was coming with Amari Cooper and Dak. I mean, yeah, but Zeke also, I think, held out because for the first couple of years, Zeke, that offense went as Zeke went. It's just. No, I, I don't agree with that either. That defense went how Zeke went. Yeah. Zeke helped, that, Zeke helped everybody. And just the amount of usage that he was getting. Like I said, now his career is going to be over at 31, 32. Yeah, he those takes guys, a lot. I mean, those, all those running backs do. They're, they don't really. You don't see guys. So so let me say this. If Cowboys truly offered him 175 mm-hmm. and he wants 185, what what is stopping the Cowboys from getting If they truly believe in him, what's stopping them from giving him an because extra $10 million? Because the thing is, is like you can't – you could say the numbers are going to go here five years from now, but you can't predict the salary cap five years from now. Right, so but if, if you, you guarantee truly him think- $45 million and he takes up 20% of your cap – they right. just threw up a stat. I think there's like 15 quarterbacks yep. that have made 15% of their salary cap, and only one's been in the Super Bowl. Matt yeah. Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, but I mean, if Chiefs, if you truly think he's your guy, if you already off, if you truly did offer him 175 already, what's another 10 million? I think the market's saturated right the, now. Quarterbacks. I, I just think it's the the 10 million for the last year. That's an extra. I mean, that's 45 million on a salary cap. But who knows? But, I, you, but you guys said he's he could be in his prime at that point. Could be. So why not give him an extra 10 that final year? 
Because like I think I'm, I'm it's just, it's with Jamie, you can't predict yeah. it. Yeah. It's all it's all things that we don't really quite understand. Right. I think it is. It's all numbers that we don't know. And, and it's, I think I'd be better with it with if if it wasn't guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. Like if it's just like uh you know if, yeah. the, if there's some sort of option for the club out. I mean I don't know we don't have the contractor right. phone reading the fine print but and we don't know teams numbers down to the. I, mean, I saw a five years one seventy five I'd be like mm, yep. <laughs> Where do I sign? I'll sign would, twice. Would you have thought that I mean, long? No, I don't. No. <laughs> think five years from now you're going to sign other players like uh, Vanderush. If he ever comes back healthy, was a top linebacker his rookie year. Like he's going to need a contract. Other guys are going to need contracts. You just that's where these guys, these teams get in trouble, right? Is if you have a really good rookie draft class, teams, one year, and then five yeah. years from then you're like, oh shit, now what do I? Most do? times yeah. you see teams win when their quarterback is on the rookie, yeah, deal. Oh yeah, because they. Seattle happened with Seattle. Russell Wilson was a rookie contract. He went to the Super Bowl twice. Then he wanted, hey, I want that thirty-five million. Richard Sherman's gone. All those guys are gone. Yeah, that Legion defense. of Doom is gone. They didn't have that defense anymore. Yep. So Mahomes. Mahomes this year. This year I mean, he. I think not, Brady's the only one that's proven that. Otherwise, well, they've don't always pat Brady on the back. They've always restructured his deals. He did. They've <laughs> New England has their backdoor things. I don't. Yeah. They do weird things that yeah. make it work, but. But again, he's not asking for forty-five million a year. No, I mean he didn't have to. He, I mean his wife is worth three hundred million. So. <laughs> oh, he went there. <laughs> I mean, Brady, I mean Brady's Dex. wife run, wears the pants. Well, she we know Brady doesn't know how to wear pants because he splits <laughs> when he wears them. So, well, uh, she's made more money than he has. So. That's true. Did you take Dak for five years, one seventy-five? Would you sign it? I think any. I understand athletes want to maximize their value. I think as a human being, you're absolutely stupid for yes. not signing something that's anywhere north Agreed. of a hundred million dollars. Right. I mean, and you got you got guys like Gronk and Marshawn Lynch who have yet to spend anything they earned on the field. Yeah, they, they slid off their endorsements. Slid off their endorsements. If you can't do that, but Player, players are different. That's what I was going to say. Many times, but eighty-five percent of the NFL they leave the NFL and. Five years from now, they're bankrupt. That's what I was saying. If you have $33 million, you sign a franchise tag, and that doesn't get you through the rest of your life, I would fire your financial advisor. As much as Antonio Brown, you know, we don't like Antonio Brown. Like, he went on the LeBron James podcast there once. Sorry, LeBron. But he's like, (laughs) like, what's that podcast? Do you want to do do after after you're done with basketball? Do you want to go on ESPN and commentate? He's like, no, I want to own. He's like exactly a lot of these folks, but Randy Moss. I mean, he has to go on ESPN to make money. Yeah, yeah, because they're going through it all. What's the name of that podcast? It's again? on HBO. It's never the heard Barber, of it. They're in the barbershop. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the same one where he was on like TV saying he was the greatest basketball player ever? Probably. And then they like someone clipped the video of Jordan like staring at the iPad laughing. But Ross is all in. I mean, if you're in LeBron, I mean, if you're in did LeBron you write, or Kobe, did you write shoes, that down? I mean, you, I mean, wouldn't you have to think that? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna think I'm gonna try to be the best, right? If I had that talent, I think LeBron's like the second freakiest athlete that stepped on a basketball court behind Shaq. <laughs> I do. I mean, Shaq <laughs> is just huge. You put, yeah. but the thing is, is you put a six eight, two sixty, that muscle, that and that fast. It's just freak. He was born. They're born freak, freakish. No, they said he had wideout speed. Yeah. yeah. So, which is crazy. I mean, that's tight end which size. Where you know. Guys like Kobe Jordan, they might have to work. I mean, not that he's worked. LeBron's always worked hard. I'm a big LeBron fan. I think he's the second best ever. But those guys might have to work a little bit harder at their games because they weren't as strong. They weren't as big. They weren't going to be his. Right. Yeah, I agree. 
Do you feel better? You got that off your chest? Though? Yeah. I mean, I hit this LeBron saying right here. The last, I was like, oh, man. This is like a therapy session for Jamie. We talked about a little bit of LeBron. We talked about yeah. the Cowboys. Okay, yeah. I got that out. All right, we're going to give the stage to Russ. Mm-hmm. NHL's coming back. I didn't look up details. And the reason I didn't look it up because I assumed Russ is going to have the details. So we're going to have sports, live sports. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's further out than I even I realized. It's probably not going to be till August. Really? Is that the date? So I thought it was like they haven't. So soon. they've they've outlined the framework for what they're going to do. The timing is still a little bit up in the air, but it sounds like mid, early to mid June, players can travel back to their home teams' facilities, okay. and start their own personal practices and whatnot. Start working out again using team facilities. Okay. It's not going to be till early to mid July where they actually have a formal training camp. So they're going to give them like a mini camp. Yes. Three to four weeks there. And then they haven't put the date out, but following that training camp is when they would start there. They've basically said the regular season is done. They're going to go directly into a very modified playoff format. 24 teams. Yep. 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 So that's yeah, that training camp in July. And then they haven't put a date on the season. But if training camp is usually two to three weeks, so even if you put it three weeks out, that puts you into August before they're playing again. But uh, So there's there's 31 teams in the NHL right now. They're immediately cutting out the bottom seven. So they're basically taking the top 12 from each conference to go into this modified playoff format. So that immediately eliminates Buffalo, New Jersey, Detroit, Ottawa, Los Angeles, Anaheim, and San Jose. So those teams are done. Their seasons are over. Now, if I'm correct, none of those were actually on the list of sites, possible sites, correct? Uh, to I hold this? I didn't no. compare the entire list, but I don't believe so. No. Another – so I think Vegas is, like, on everybody's list. Vegas is a slam dunk. And then mm-hmm. – so I've, obviously we've heard, I think, last week, week before we talked about Edmonton. Heard that. They, I, I've heard Toronto. They listed them. They listed oh, did they? ten cities. They okay. haven't decided. They're going to decide on two. I didn't. I didn't I see the Columbus ten was one of them as well. So, yeah. I think it's if you Pittsburgh. go Vegas, which is yeah, Pittsburgh was one of them. I think if you go Vegas, you got to go somewhere on the East Coast after that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Just for television. So if they go Vegas, they're just going to have all the West Coast teams play there, and then. So yeah. So they're going to do yeah. They're going to do twelve teams from each conference. They're going to pick two cities. Each conference will travel to one city. So one of the cities will have the Eastern. One of the cities will have the Western. Uh they're going to take the f- top four teams, and they're going to do a round robin against themselves to determine seeds one through four for the playoffs. Oh, wow. The remaining eight teams for each conference will be paired up based on the seed, so five through 12, like five would play 12, mm-hmm. and they're going to play best of five series to get into the playoffs. And then from there on out, it's very similar to the normal playoffs. And do they have any anticipation, like, how long this would last? Or is it two months, a month? They got to cram it in? Because I, I heard whatever site they pick, it was like they could do at least three games a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would I would even think they could probably do more so, than that. Yeah. Um, so, well, depending typically, on rules, Typically in the NHL, in the playoffs, they don't play every day. So if you had your own series, you would play every other day. So right. if they follow that, it's still going to take a while. Yeah. The NHL has already said next season they're willing to start that substantially later than usual, potentially even into like mid-January, they said. 
So if this starts in August and lasts through November, it sounds like they don't really care. They would have a, you know, like a six-week offseason and start next year in January, which would be three or four months late. And then play a full season, you just have a shorter offseason again. Yeah, I'm guessing they would have a crammed-in schedule. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, probably a shortened offseason next year. I did hear a couple things today. An NHL representative said um, he, he talked about the 24 teams and the two sites. He mentioned possibility of if you're in the Eastern Conference, you whatever the site is on the West Coast, they all go there. So there's no bias. No one can say, oh, they had an advantage. They had fans or mm-hmm. comfort. I don't. I don't know. Talked about the flip flop, and then the other thing they talked about was they really truly believed that the NHL, like you said, could start in like November, and when they do, out of all the sports right now, major sports in, in the U.S. NHL out of all of them really needs fans in the stands because the NHL doesn't have the the TV money coming in that the other sports do. They're going to benefit because they're with NBC and yeah. NBC doesn't have yep. the Olympics right now. But as far as like overall, mm-hmm. you know, TV deals, they don't have that TV money coming in, so they rely a lot on their gate money coming in for teams. Yeah. Yep. So the cities. Uh, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Vegas, Los Angeles, Minnesota, Minneapolis, St. Paul area, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. So really Pittsburgh and Toronto are the only two cities there that are on in the eastern Columbus, time zone. Columbus, you mentioned, right? Yeah. Is that still in the eastern time yeah. zone? Yeah. So Columbus. So there's only three of the ten, seven, eight, nine, ten that are in the eastern time zone. You had Dallas in the central I mean, I'm trying to figure if they could pick, like, I, th- I still think Vegas is number one, mm-hmm. but then you've got to send the Western yeah. out east so yeah. that Vegas isn't playing at home. Right. Yes. That's why I almost think a place like Los Angeles, I mean, I don't know what arenas they have other than the Staples Center out there, but Los Angeles is on the list, and Los Angeles is not in the playoffs, so you could send the West to L.A. because L.A. is not in there. Yeah, but all three of the – of course, you could send you could send the east to Chicago if you wanted. The thing right? is, is like, because Chicago's on the west, so wouldn't that be tough? Like on the Eastern time zones for watching that's games. What I was say they're going to want half of this in the yeah time for zone. sure. Yeah, like just because I mean, <coughs> so, do you, I mean, diehard fans might, but some people might not want to stay up till midnight to yeah. watch the start yeah. of a game. Yeah. And if TV's already a problem, money wise, yeah, I mean, you're cutting your country in half yeah. though. Taking yeah. half All the fans, west coast. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're going to have. All the hotels around, that's why they pick these cities. They've got a group of hotels, accommodations, so the players aren't going to be oh, able to leave yeah. anyways. So I guess it really doesn't matter what city you're in. You're going to be probably within the yeah. couple block radius of an arena. So, I, yeah, I, I kind of see them picking, my opinion, Las Vegas and Toronto, another hockey mecca, and probably flip-flop conferences, send the Western teams yeah. to Toronto and the Eastern to Las Vegas. I like that. That's yeah. strictly my opinion. I, NHL, I, if you need an idea, it's going to hold around. <laughs> I have no issue if a legitimate team, like one of the top ten teams in the league wins this, but I'll have an issue, and Russ has probably looked this up, Montreal and Buffalo. Montreal played two more games than Buffalo did this year. The night that they canceled the season, they were supposed to play each other. If Buffalo would have beat them that night and then they canceled the season, Buffalo would be in, Montreal would be out. Ooh, interesting fact. Yeah. yeah. So uh, as long as a legitimate team, like top 10 team wins it. You wouldn't want to see like Montreal yeah. win it. Correct. And I heard 17% of the players are currently outside of the U.S. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That's no surprise. So you'd be a little bit salty if some <laughs> team that Yeah, and New Jersey, I think New Jersey was in the same boat as Buffalo. They'd played two or three less games than Montreal yeah. did. The only thing, I, I see what you're saying, but the NHL playoffs, tip, they're, how they're usually played, are known for being basically the hardest playoffs in all yeah. sports. It's, it's, a, it's like, a grind. I'm not in hockey, but like I don't watch much of it, but it, it's yeah. crazy when you get in the playoffs where you see like these eight seeds and yeah. seven seeds upset these guys yeah. where you don't see that in yeah. basketball. Like It's just how close it is. Yeah. So if you take Montreal, like you're saying, for example, you've got the normal playoffs, and to even get into that, they would have to win that best of five qualifying round. Mm-hmm. So there's even another series yeah. prior. To me, if a team like Montreal went through that qualifier yeah. and then won the entire yeah. playoffs, I mean, they've probably earned it. Right. But I, there was, I, I was surprised that that first, like the 5 through 12 seeds was a best of five. Because I feel like it's going to, you know, drag out into – I feel like it's going to be Thanksgiving by the time this ends. I, it's obviously not going to be that long. I but, think if you go best of three – Something's going to say, is it worth us even coming back? That's what that's what I thought. That, well, you could be done after two games. Is it worth it? You could I mean, be done after three. So it's, I mean, it's not that much different. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It'd be tough to convince a guy to come back, train from June to end of yeah. July. Hey, dude, can we get back into this? And then lose your first two games, you're out. Yeah, best of five always sounds better than the best of three. And the other part. Um, I don't know all the details of this because there's still some of it up in the air, but the draft lottery is going to happen at some point in June. And there is potential for those bottom eight from each conference to actually win the lottery. And when the- and if they, if they do that, they then go into some phase two of the lottery that happens later after the playoffs have started. So I think if you – if that round robin wasn't a best of five, say it was a one game play in, mm-hmm. there would be more incentive for those teams that don't think they could win the cup yeah. to actually throw that one game right, to yeah. get a yeah. to win the lottery. So I think it's harder to throw a yeah. best of five series and Absolutely. not have it look obvious. Uh, yeah. But there there is, I believe, potential for some of these teams to actually so how win does the lottery. Draft work? Is it based on record in the NHL? Is it it's so it's similar to NBA. NBA, they lottery. do like lottery balls or yeah, anything. and they change the percentages uh, this year. I think because of I think I was trying to find the, I, I I was trying to find so it today. I couldn't find it again. Bottom but teams that are out are they going to guarantee the top spots for the NHL draft? Because like you said, Montreal, their bottom team. What's to say they win the whole thing and still have the same so, odds to win the yeah. draft lottery? So that's what I'm saying with the the goofy fact of this. A team like Montreal that is. Near the bottom, they could actually win the Stanley Cup and the, the first draft. overall pick this year. That's crazy. I believe. It's almost so a Pittsburgh situation. Why wouldn't they just right? take yeah. the so bottom seven teams and make them the top seven picks? So they so have the best odds. Yeah, I know, but just and then yeah. go back to your old style for the playoff teams, yeah. the teams they put in the playoffs. That because way, you expand the playoffs. That way you don't. Do so that. You, we've talked about this while we're not recording. So I've been meaning to ask you this, waiting for the time to ask you. Can you explain? I don't know if Jamie's ever heard this either, and I didn't know this to explain it to me. Can you explain, like, uh, contingent draft picks for teams? Yeah, I meant to talk about this the last time. So It's kind of like a overview of how that works. So the NHL is one of the leagues where you can trade your draft picks, and you can put contingencies on those. So you could say, wish I had an example, but say Buffalo. So Buffalo's out this year. Say they had a rental player they traded to – Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the player went to Pittsburgh. 
a third-round draft pick went to Buffalo. You can put contingencies where if that player re-signs with Pittsburgh or scores X number of goals in the playoffs or Pittsburgh wins the Stanley Cup, that that third-round pick could become a first-round pick. That's kind of cool, though. That's kind of – So that's why you really need the playoffs. The the problem is this year, if they just – they were talking about having the draft before the playoffs, but they couldn't do that because there were like seven examples – first-round contingencies that were dependent on the playoffs that would happen yeah. after. And the there's draft. a lot of those that, you know, I'll trade my third-round pick, but if you guys make it to the Western Conference Finals, it moves up to second-round second pick. Teams, like, wouldn't agree to, like, maybe bypass this year and use that for next year? I don't think they would because they've yeah. – there's some examples of kind of superstar players that were traded this year that that team – I don't know. It's tough to explain, but – Still, I, I don't think they the would. The day, yeah. so. I don't think they would. Especially this year's draft is supposed to be a lot deeper than usual. I don't know what next year's will look like, but those teams may hope that that mm-hmm. contingent player gets in, gets eliminated, so that their draft pick remains, you know, wor- yeah. worse yeah. actually. Instead of instead of getting better, yeah. But there's. I wish I had the whole list in front of me. There were, there were, I think there were like seven first round examples and like twenty right. something total in the draft that depended on certain playoff. So, are you excited about this setup? Do you like it? I, I, I do. I'm okay with it. I, I mean, being a Buffalo fan, it sucks that I they're mean, not in it. But yeah, I think it's going to be. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement, especially in that qualifying round, mm-hmm. the best of five, where you're not really in the playoffs yet. Right. Even though I don't like it, it's almost like the the Major League Baseball yeah. wild card playing. Right series now to me that qualifying round probably have a similar feel to that a, a really True. do it, or die it'll be curious if you said the top four are playing round robin yep. if obviously they're looking at the standings who's playing it you know if i'm the four seed i can play this team or this team yeah because they haven't said yet and i think someone asked batman and he he said it wasn't final yet because the nhl recedes each round so when, after oh, the first okay. round's over, they reseed, so the mm-hmm. top always plays a lower. And they didn't know yet if they were going to reseed after that qualifying or if it was just going to be bracket format. So if it's bracket format, you know, hey, if I'm the two seed, I can play this team or this team. I match up better against them versus mm-hmm. – so, so that, yeah. that would make it interesting strategy-wise with those top four with the round robin. The good thing, I think, with the top four teams in a conference, I think there's going to be enough pride there that they want – First overall, I don't think you'd see the top teams in the league purposely trying to lose to yeah, right. set up a better position. And that's the advantage of the round robin. You th- you throw one game, yeah. maybe the team that just beat you goes out and throws another game and right. screws the whole your whole plan up, anyways. Yeah. So my question to both of you is: that you're big hockey fans, I enjoy hockey, and I enjoy hockey more. I pay attention to it more, enjoy it more during the playoffs. It is more intense. There's a little more on the line. I feel like the pick, you know the. Their players a little more anxious on the ice. It's a little more intense. Whoever wins the cup, they come back, they play all this. Whoever wins the cup, do you think there should be an asterisk on their Stanley Cup? No, I, I don't. I think and I think we kind of talked talked about this couple episodes. There was ten games left in the season. Yeah, it was. Uh, like, yeah, it was really close. I don't think there should be asterisks on. Any I don't either. Sports, basketball, hockey, any of it. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. You're you're in my opinion. You're dealt. You're dealt the hands. Mm-hmm. You know. I know every team is in the same situation where they've had a couple months off, but I think having your season just stopped all of a sudden 
taking two months off. And then if mm-hmm. you have the the players, the coach, the system that mm-hmm. can just restart and dominate, yeah. you to me that you might deserve it more this year than in the past. And I, you can't blame the players. And I'll give you a good example. And the reason I'm firm in this belief is uh, a couple of years ago in a golf tournament, you were there on Sunday, and we were told it was a match play tournament. They said we're playing nine whole matches. Yep. And you were there in the morning when all of us said we want to play eighteen whole matches. Yep. And we were told no. I mean, we had no control over that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even conversation between just the players where, all right, if any of us make the championship match, it's eighteen holes, and after nine, if it's we just keep going, yeah. just keep playing. Yeah. That conversation was had on the side, and there was a consensus, but we were basically overruled as players. We didn't have a choice. We had to play nine-hole matches. And I had people come back to me like, well, yeah, you won it, but it was only nine-hole match. And I'm like, that's not my problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Someone could have went out and beat us in nine holes, and they didn't. Yeah. They had every opportunity. It's not like we went out there in a nine-hole match play, and we're like, oh, by the way, we're starting two up. Good luck. Yeah. Right. You know, we every, were dealt the hands. I mean, we couldn't do anything about every, it. Every team's going to start with the same disadvantages exactly. as yeah. everybody else. It's not like one team's been continued playing with this two months, three months And, off. and to, to me, that brings out your game, right? If if you yeah. struggle the first three, four holes, well, it sucks to yeah. be you. Yeah. yeah. So you better come prepared to play. I mean, it's not like you didn't go in the match knowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nine holes. Yeah, it wasn't like on the eighth hole. We're like, hey, we're, we're done in a hole. Okay. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, by the way, guys, we're uh, two up. We're supposed to only play nine, so we're good. Yeah. So, I mean, you were there on Sunday, and you were part of that hole. It didn't go over well with a lot of people. I mean, yeah. We got smoked that day. That was that was an example where, if, you know, if it was an 18-hole mat, we got off to a slow start, and we couldn't come back in the nine holes. If it was 18, we might have. You right. Know, you got more chance to come back. Right. But the guys that beat us were in the same situation we were. So, right. I wasn't wasn't going to complain about it. Yeah, it was um, one of those, it is what it is. I mean, we yeah. can't control it. Go out it's, and play. It's different. It sucked, but whatever. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. That was all done because they were predicting these massive thunderstorms and the entire day, and then it was blue skies and sunny all day. Never rained. Uh, never rained all day. Never rained. So Not a drop. We yeah. sat there for almost we, two hours after, after yep. and drank was, beer and hung out. Never yeah, rained. It was as nice as could be. It actually got better as the day went on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Um, I have a couple questions for all of you guys in, in uh, pertaining to the NCAA. Um, obviously, there's been conversations about do we pay college players? How do we pay them? We went down this rabbit hole a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Uh, yeah. And Reggie Bush slapped ESPN's hand the other day. He did an interview with Playboy, and ESPN wrote their own article <laughs> that basically said, Reggie Bush said paying college players would destroy them. And Reggie Bush responded to them on social media and said, take this article down. I never gave you permission to post it. I never spoke to you guys. And that was kind of his. And, and he said he, they took it out of context from what took it the out question of context. was yeah. that was asked to him. Mm-hmm. No, I have not read Reggie's uh, interview at all, so I don't know. The full context but of it. But he looked through the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> he bought it for the articles. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Jamie knows, since he lived to me at one time in an apartment, that I have a stack of Playboys that I, I'm convinced are going to be worth money someday. I have the Lindsay Lohan edition, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That thing was hard to get. I have it. It's not in my house. I'll give you a dollar for it. <laughs> nope. Because... <laughs> The magazine itself costs like six bucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Right, so where are we going with this? So just the NCAA <laughs> and their uh, their players. We we talked about that. I just want to mention that Reggie Bush slapped ESPN's hand. And uh, we're talking about a guy who lost his Heisman because of the uh, rules I don't agree with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy won the Heisman because he ran for so many yards, so many touchdowns. and Not, not because his mom got a car. <laughs> no, I don't care. I really don't. What does mom getting a car have anything to do with him winning a national championship? I mean, yeah. hey, mom, I know you got a Cadillac. I'm going to run faster now. <laughs> That's not how it works. It just isn't. Not unless they, that Cadillac's a cop car and it's chased him. It, there's nothing's going to make him faster. Uh, but University of Michigan, a representative of Michigan came out this week and said, and I'll quote it, if there's no on-campus instruction, there won't be intercollegiate ath- athletics, at least for Michigan. I 1,000% disagree with this statement. Can you say that again? If there is no on-campus instruction, there won't be intercollegiate athletics, at least for Michigan. So I know some colleges are going back. Right. Next week, whatever it is. Right. So, And I know some colleges have already, I don't know who it was, some, one of the University of Cal sub-sites, or whatever you want to call them, already said they're doing virtual classes in the fall or whatever already. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't. I, I think athletes are allowed back on college campuses. Yeah, I think it's next week. Right. Some have said already. So. so I read this quote, and I raised my hand. I didn't get called on, but I had a question. <laughs> I had a really, I had a really important question. Dear Michigan, how many of your student athletes are already not on campus taking just internet classes? Mm-hmm. Right. Especially for your major sports. I mean, we heard last year Chase Young did an interview where he. He wasn't even on campus. He was like, oh, I just take I take online classes. He wasn't even on campus unless he was working out or practicing. Yeah. So how is that any different? You mean to tell me you got to have the rest of the student body on campus for athletes to compete? That just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, I brought this up to you the other day. I'm like, he made that comment. I'm like, what about kids? I mean, most of your athletes take online classes or don't go to class at all, and we just sweep it under the rug. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, degrees in underwater basket weaving. Dance didn't Matt Liner take dance dancing. Classes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Senior ballroom year. dancing. <laughs> ballroom dancing. That's all I took. What's wrong with that? Probably got some ass from him. I'm just oh. saying. Yeah. I mean, the fact that it's a class, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, I, that, did, I didn't. I didn't have that, that where, offered. Is that where the money's going? Is towards ballroom dancing well, classes? I mean, I mean, ballroom dancing's got more substance to it than the uh, intern on Pat McAfee show who just took a final on uh, Greek. It's a dead language. You can't speak Greek. Yeah. But here we are. So anyway, your thoughts. Do you think that colleges, because SEC is, and some of those, they're, they're in. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you think that if they're not having on-campus classes, should there still be sports? I, I feel stupid asking that question because <laughs> I have an opinion. But. Yeah. This is going to border on political that I don't really want to even get into, if I'm being honest about it. But. I don't know. I think we all have our opinion on this whole situation as a whole. But if you still, at the end of the day, college is still for education, number one. And if you don't view it safe enough to have students or faculty on campus, I can see the argument that it's not safe enough to have athletes on on campus. So I get what you're saying about the online classes. The thing is, that was my first thought. It's not the athletes that will make the big deal about it. It's the people that are athletes. They're going to make a big deal about it. 
Yeah, it's political. He's right. Because what if you have an engineering student who doesn't care about athletics Mm -hmm. that's being told he's not allowed to be in a building, in a lab, working hands-on with something, but then you're letting the football team out there practice. Right. But I can make the other round and say, well, I mean, this guy made us billions of dollars last year, so... I get what you're talking. Yeah, I really you do. Don't, you don't know though. That engineer could do something special that's, and come back cool, and give you a lot of money. That engineer's going to class because those guys are playing sports. I don't. I mean, it. I still think some of these guys. Not all colleges. We have you know you have your Power Five, whatever they call yeah. them. I mean, we use Clemson and LSU oh. as examples. I mean, the money they're pulling in to probably make their. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, I talked to Ellie about this the other day, and I said we looked up the cost of like Clemson. The cost of Clemson is. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's really not that expensive like in-state. I mean, you're talking $15,000 a semester. That's pretty pretty low as far as, like, cost-wise in some of these states. And you have a lot of kids who, in my opinion, when you, you get to the south, there's, like, there's a ranking system, mm-hmm. and it's, like, college football, church, and then, you know, whatever else you want to do in here. <laughs> but it's usually, you know, high NASCAR. school football. Yeah, and NASCAR, then NASCAR, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but – a lot of kids, all these people are probably in state. They went there because their parents were there. I'm just using Clemson as an right. example. Uh, I get where you're coming from, though, but I feel like Clemson's a huge example, in my opinion, that they are getting a ton of money coming in from the NCAA, from fans, from tickets, just merchandise sales. Uh, and they get a ton of support right there in North Carolina. I don't know. I see yeah. both sides of it. So what so if Clemson's in South Carolina, just so you know? Whatever. It doesn't matter. So... Understanding that about the money, again, put your shoes in, put yourself in the shoes of the engineering student who had to pay fifty thousand dollars tuition, and, right. is, and is now told he's not allowed on campus. Right? Are they so going to lower that tuition? Right, because they're not paying. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, all the fees on room and board. I'm paying sixty grand to, for education to stay home to do right. it. I don't know. I mean, much, I get both. I get both sides. But yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting thought just in general is how much how much of your tuition is supposed to go to room and board that or you're no longer even activities a teacher because I mean how much are those guys if they're not doing live classes they're saying hey just do this they're oh. do, their day's done Ellie's sister was taking a class on Zoom she's paying you know 30 grand a year or whatever it is to go to Elmira and she's taking a Zoom class and the professor couldn't spring for the fourteen dollars for Zoom. So every forty minutes for a three hour class they had to yeah. start it over. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that seems like me and my buddies if, last Friday night. <laughs> if I was the student, that would annoy me enough that I would pay the fourteen dollars for him. Or just not when it restarts. Sorry. Wow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So, get it going, professor. You got forty minutes. Yeah. You got yeah. <laughs> so so I'm 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 with Russ. Um but again, Okay, if you want to have the football team play, but if you can't, if you're not going to allow students on, then you shouldn't have fans in the stands. And guess what? They're not going to make money then. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They will. I mean, it's on TV. They get yeah, some of the school, but not but, all of them. But have, you're, but, mean, you're, but remember, you're splitting. I get TV that. deal. You're splitting that with every school it's versus conference, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah a conference. conference. Yeah. That, yeah. So I mean, but Duke or North Carolina, Clemson, they're splitting that 15 ways. It's still money, millions of dollars. Yeah, but you in. think about. A pull ACC. Wait, I think Wake Forest holds forty five thousand fans, something like that. And then you get schools like Clemson are holding ninety five thousand. That's a huge difference in fan money. 
Right. But you're splitting that TV cost. Yeah. But it's still revenue coming in. I mean, whereas now yeah. you don't have that. There's no sports, so there's nothing coming in. I just want sports. I mean, I, I think just, we all do. I think... Just want I mean, sports. Yeah. We're all trying to make the argument that we just want sports. I'm trying to support a podcast <laughs> yeah. here, and I can't do it we're very well. We're I mean, I think I, what do they got? Two months to figure it out, basically. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to do a podcast here, and we got we got people who are just trying to get people back. Yeah, back I just classes. think everybody's rushing to make decisions too soon right now. Let's just play. Let's well, let's play and see yeah. what happens. Can we can we keep the administrators in Michigan like shut up? Sorry, <laughs> you and Max Kellerman to get picked in a dodgeball game. <laughs> <laughs> again, all, all we're trying takes, to do a podcast here, again, right? All it takes is, is like you know a little threat. I mean, New York's opening back up the sports because they said, "Hey, you teams can come here and play if you want." Well, we talked about that. Was it last time we talked about it that they open? They're opening up because there is definitely states who are like, yeah. "Oh, you guys can't play there." Texas yeah. is like, "Hey, you guys can't yeah. come on down. Come we're, on we're down open. here, yeah. Georgia. Hey, we're open." Yeah, Florida. that's that's a lot of revenue to states. That yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Hey, Yankees, you want to come down play here in Georgia? Make a I mean, New York's got a lot of teams. Yeah. If yeah. you think about it, they got the Bills. Got a, you got a football team because the Jets and Giants are New Jersey. And so don't want to correct me. Stadium's in New Jersey. <laughs> and you have two baseball teams. You have three hockey teams, right? And you have two NBA teams. There's seven teams in New York. Mm-hmm. My math is correct. Plus a huge PJ Tour event. Huge. So, One of the best. <laughs> Can't have, wait for it. You have at least... Two, three, four, four AHL teams, American American Hockey League, yeah. top minor league team. You got two or three AAA baseball teams. Yeah. Right? Rochester, Syracuse, Syracuse Binghamton. Yep, Buffalo. Binghamton's done, actually. They, Some, they, they really? They cut the X on them. Yeah. Tim, B, Tim Tebow did them in. Rochester's getting close to getting the X to I heard the, I heard today the Oakland A's said they're not paying their AAA players. <laughs> After May thirty first, yeah, they're not paying them. Did you see the pay scale they tried to lay out for the MLB if they come back? Yeah, for some the players. Of, some of the players are making yeah. like not I'm, even a third. I'm convinced that MLB is not going to come back. Yeah, the, if they do uh, do that pay scale, yeah, I don't see players are not players gonna, are not going to come back. Gonna, why? I'm like, hey, am I going to come back for if I make supposed to make thirty five million? Now you're going to tell me you're only pay ten? I come back, blow up my knee. Well, even though baseball, all their money's guaranteed, so it's different. It's true. I was kind of wondering that when we were when you guys were having the, the NFL conversation. It, to me, the guaranteed money versus non guaranteed money exactly. in the NFL, to me, just make it guaranteed. I don't. If I'm you a, sign a contract, yeah, I that's hate the, the contract. contract where it says five years, hundred twenty million, seventy million guaranteed, and that, so right. like, yeah, why don't me, we just say you just signed a five year, seventy million dollar contract, right. and then yeah, yeah, you have incentives. Keep your other incentives to yourself. Be, that's why basketball, baseball, I like. It's simple. Everything's guaranteed. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a good argument if you're at the negotiating table. Guy comes in and says, "I want, I want 125 million. Like, I'm going to give you 70 guaranteed." Okay. But I can understand the NFL's argument as to not wanting to guarantee instead of just saying, like, guarantee 125 million because I mean that's more physical sport than yeah. basketball or baseball would be. I mean, hockey's more physical than any of those sports would be. So it's like, I like that you said that. I mean, it did. Listen, I, I don't watch hockey a lot. But We're touching my leg right person. now. That's not your knee, is it? Let's get physical. I enjoy watching Bye. it live. It's, it's, it's fun to go. Yeah. I haven't been in a long time. But I just watch sports. You can watch Russ and I play hockey in the driveway if you want. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> 
By the way, I, mean, I beat Russ one time. I filled him in. I fill you in. I fill you in. Do we have a new golf game coming out? Don't fill me in. Yes. <laughs> We're going to be doing skins games on the golf game. I'm in. Skins For game. real money. Skins game on the golf game. Yeah. Is it cross money. platform? I got to. We got to figure that here. part out. But. We got to protect this guy. I got an Xbox. Oh, you do? I got yeah. both. Oh, all right. We're in. My Xbox just never hasn't been turned on in it hasn't. nine months. <laughs> Mine just gets turned on for Netflix right now. Yeah. <laughs> so just a heads up. Coming in August. Skins yeah. games. All right, boys. Got any money on you? Do I have any money? We'll just get some money. My wallet's upstairs. All right. So Adam's upstairs. But then I think. No, he won both. Oh, shit. I won both. Yeah. You sure See, about I that? I don't pay attention. So I, I, <laughs> I knew I won Wednesday. So I had Wednesday. He had. I definitely won Wednesday. Toyota 500. He had Kyle Bush, who finished second. Uh-huh. The winner was Denny Hamlin. None of us had Denny Hamlin. You would have had Denny Hamlin had Jimmy Johnson retired again. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. So. Unless it was different, I only looked at the last name. Didn't Jimmy Johnson come in second Sunday? Did he have who won the race? Uh, I had Coca-Cola 600, Brad Keselowski. Yep. And then Ryan Blaney finished third. I who finished thought, second then? Yeah, I thought Jimmy Johnson came in second. You just said first and third. I did. <laughs> I looked it up. Like, did, you, did you have Jimmy? He had Jimmy. Russ, he had an alternative too because we weren't sure if Jimmy retired since we're Russ, here. Russ right. some big NASCAR fans. <laughs> yeah, says Elliot came in. So, what the hell did I read? Some I race the bullshit. Some I racing <laughs> bullshit. Jimmy Johnson had the best pizza review on Barstool. That so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what do I owe him? We owe him ten bucks. Isn't it horse shit? All right. <laughs> Just pay him, pay him out of his wallet. <laughs> Here's the 20. Keep the change. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I got to start doing that Next more. Next question. Wait. Oh, no, that's all I had. Yeah. Are we redrawing? Jamie getting in on this? We can redraw. What's coming up? I don't know. Is don't there know. something I thought tonight? Jimmy Johnson won. <laughs> I don't know what's coming up. I can't see I, is there, isn't there like two races a week? There is. I think there's one like, tonight. There's probably one tonight, so let's hurry up and. Uh, let's just draft now. What's what's tonight, Russ? NASCAR schedule tomorrow. Tomorrow? Tomorrow on Fox Sport 1 at the uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. The Alsco Uniforms 500. Is that a cup it, race? Uh, what's that mean? Yeah, it's just cup series. <laughs> because there's the Xfinity series, which isn't yeah. what we've been on. These things are starting to sound like uh, college football bowl games. <laughs> yeah. Because like after I'm... this is the Food City 500, followed by the Firekeepers Casino 400. And I'm not making this hey, up. you got to get that sponsor money in there. Buddy. I thought casinos are going to start opening up next week. In New York? Yeah, Seneca, Seneca, Niagara, and Buffalo said they're going to open next week. Let's, let's ask you an important question. Are they going to be open? Oh, yeah, oh. is is Tyler going to be open? So we can take Russ down there and wait for someone to be down 2-1 in a hockey game in the second <laughs> period and have him throw 20 bucks on it. Yeah, I, I can win that shit. <laughs> He's done it. He can win it. He does. So, uh, so yeah, there's a, a race tomorrow at Charlotte Motor Speedway. So, do we want to draw for that? We can do. You want to do three or four? Are you in on this, Jamie? Sure. All right, let's do three names. Three drivers. There's a bowl over do, there next. Do you want to do it for both races? For yeah, we'll do uh, for there's one this weekend. I assume there's one. This so weekend. we'll draw for both food. races. Yeah, the Food City oh, yeah, is food on City. Sunday. Names are already in there. Hopefully, hopefully they're all the game. same driver. So, yeah. so we draw three names, five bucks a man. 
and those drivers will apply for tomorrow and Sunday's race. Okay. Best, posi- best position out so of the So $10 12. total for two, ra- for yeah. two yeah. races? Yeah. Okay. Best, best position out of the guys we draw. Still on time. Yeah. Casino's been closed. I'm willing to bet on anything, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jamie, you can go ahead and take the first name. Yeah. i write this down now. Okay. Oops. Ricky Stenhouse, Jr. Kurt Bush. Make sure you write the whole name out over I, there. I don't have anything to write down. I got I you. Got then. I got Russ doing it. Uh, Kurt. All right, just a second. K U R Bush. Yeah, like. yeah. The Polish kid just tell you did tell you how to spell. Kurt all right, Bush. Got like. Stenhouse Jr. Adam got Kurt Bush. Like Junior. You're Kurt lucky you showed up with money for that Light putter because I would have bought it tonight. Oh, you would have lost it. <laughs> you under you undertook Marcus too. He wanted it. But he went dark. He went radio silent after I offered it to him. All right, I got Brad. If I had known, I would outbidded you. I could have been. Yeah, Brad Keselowski. I got I got a couple other putters. You want for sale? Yeah. yeah what do you got? Brad Keselowski. <laughs> we'll yep. talk. Let's see what I got over here. Oh, that's my Polish brother. Ski. Well, you aren't Polish. That's what you said. Man, why do I always get this guy? I got William Byron. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jamie. Got, uh, I hope you get Kyle Bush. <clears throat> there we go. Doesn't this guy play hockey? Eric Jones. No, I don't think he does. No, he's a NASCAR driver. That's why he's in there. Yeah, that's why he's in the bowl. Nope. That's not a NASCAR name, though. <laughs> Eric Jones. Yeah. He was the jack man. He got yeah, he promoted. promoted. <laughs> Someone got suspended. I've got the Mexican wizard here, Daniel Suarez. I have no, <laughs> idea. I have no idea if he's Mexican. I apologize if that was offensive. <laughs> Mexican wizard. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Joey Logano. All right, Jamie. Alex Bowman. Dude, Kobe's on fire right now, by the way, in this game. Uh, too soon. <laughs> you know what game this is? This is farewell game. That a boy. <laughs> I'm right. Chris Bell. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I'm two for three on these names. I've heard two of my guys' names. I know Kyle Bush. I've heard of Stenhouse. I don't know who Alex Bowman is. It sounds Ad, like a baseball card. Adam's just pulling names he can spell. Jones, <laughs> Bell, Bush. <laughs> <laughs> I got Eric Elmerola. <laughs> who? Shit, it smelled wrong. <laughs> so did I, but I don't care. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I win. You guys want to pay me now? I got Bubba Wallace. Oh, Bubba. Them. All right, boys. Is he part of the Rusty oh, yeah, Wallace fan? Just three, aren't we? Yeah. What if, what if all my guys don't race? Can I grow? <laughs> <laughs> Can I draw three new ones? That sounds like you're down 10 bucks. <laughs> yep. That's what it sounds like. Well, I think the one will race, right? I don't know about the other two. <laughs> I'll be in the pits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Changing tires, putting in gas. All right, boys. That's all I have. Uh, Jamie, thanks for joining. Yeah. You're going to come back? Yeah. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, well, I, I, had, I had to avoid the uh, last few because I haven't watched a Jordan documentary. Oh, that's oh right. It's like I this guy not watching Space Jam. No. Is that what I called him out on? No. How do you not? How have you not watched that? I can't remember what you called him out on. But. I don't know. I just haven't watched any of it. I haven't watched one second of it yet. Man. Do you have the ESPN app? I do. Well, I could watch it. You binge watch it at this point. I, th- I think it was technically because I think I said the Cowboys were going to go 6 and 10, and Russ said. You did. If Jamie was here. 
you could I said Jamie, yeah, or something. And you said Jamie had an like opportunity to be. Yeah, here. you yeah. said, boy, if Jamie's here, and he said, well, if Jamie showed up. Right. So yeah. technically, it was me, I guess. <laughs> but All right. I mean, you're just calling space. So I was big. just calling him out for not being here. I right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you weren't call, it's just not, not the Cowboys here. or anything. All right. right, we're good. He's here. All right, boys. Anything else? Anything else? You want to get any, get any Cowboys info you want to drop on us before we go off? I got none. Right. I, well, may the best driver win. And Jamie, thanks for coming. Mm-hmm.